Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. All right, let's get this going. We're going to be looking at Luke chapter 1, verse 25, starting today through 25 through 56, we hope. Um, good to have everybody with us today. We are um, going to be doing a little Christmas in July. So, yeah, get your Christmas hat, Christmas cup, Christmas whatever. You know, Luke 1 and 2, a lot of the familiar Christmas stories and themes. And so we're going to be reading about it today. So, we hope to get through 56. Anything beyond that, we get gold stars <laughs> for anything beyond that. Um, Luke has some long chapters, man. Long chapters. Got a lot to say. So compare that with like the Gospel of Mark. And they're like, you know, quite a bit different. Gospel, uh, yeah, Book of Acts is the uh, same way. Really long chapters. So. All right. Well, you know, we do. We read, we pray, we change the world. So today, this Tuesday, July, what is it? July 13th. We're going to be reading a little, little bit of the Christmas story, Luke chapter one. Um, yesterday we talked about, we read the part about um, Zechariah. Now the this, the camera kind of changes focus and we, we now see uh, more of a zoom in on Elizabeth the parents uh, of John the Baptist. All right, let's do it. Welcome, everybody. Great to have you on. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent an angel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee. Now, so um, Elizabeth's six months pregnant, and we don't hear much about Nazareth in the Bible, honestly. This is, you know, were it not for the birth of Jesus, We've been here very little about Nazarene, about uh, Nazareth. You know, you hear about Nazarite vows in the Old Testament, but as far as the the, ta- the place Nazareth, which about 15 miles from the Sea of Galilee, um, uh, in the north, you don't really hear a whole lot of about Nazareth. So, um, so in the sixth month, the angel uh, God sent an angel. To the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. So uh, it's not ambiguous at all. Uh, Mary is a virgin, uh, and she's pledged to be married to a man named Joseph. Uh, actually, doesn't even mention. Uh, yeah, next next line tells us what her name is. We don't even know what her name is yet. Uh, a descendant of David, the virgin's name was Mary. Okay. So uh, now in just real quick, just real quick. In antiquity, in the first century, marriage had three parts. There was the engagement, which was generally done by the families. Um, the fathers would agree. This is a, a suitable <laughs> spouse for my daughter. This is a suitable spouse for, 
you know, our son. Yes, we will. <clears throat> we will. We will come to terms. <laughs> Which you know, as the dad of two daughters, I think it's a great idea. <laughs> I'm for it. Just kidding. Sort of. Yeah. But that's how it worked. And then so that, that was the engagement. <clears throat> and then from the engagement started the betrothal. Um, and basically, this is where promises are made. Um, but it's not they're actually not technically married, but they're committed to each other, they're betrothed to one another. <clears throat> and the, so during that betrothal period, the groom would go and prepare a place. The groom's family would prepare a place for the new couple so that once they're married, they will have a place. So that may sound familiar to verses like John chapter 14, where Jesus says, um, do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go away, I will come again and receive you to myself so that where I am, you may be also. That's just uh, draped with wedding verbiage. Jesus is, is like the bridegroom that goes away during the betrothal period. We're committed. We're committed to Jesus. We're in a relationship with Jesus. He's going to prepare a place for us in heaven. He's going to come back and bring his bride to that place that he has prepared for the bride. And so Joseph and Mary here are in a betrothal period. They have, they're not, they don't have a place yet. But they're in a betrothal period. They're committed. The angel went to her. They've not had sexual relationships. They've not had sex yet. That's what this basically the point is. Because that's why it's a miracle. So you think the other one was a miracle? How Joseph and or uh, Zach and uh, Zachariah and Elizabeth had a baby in their old age. This is gonna be an even bigger miracle. Like. Okay, they old and they had a baby. This one, this one's way better. This one's more crazy than that. This one's more miraculous even than that. Verse 28. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. She's like, who, me? what I do? Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this would be. What you talking about, Willis? That's what she was saying. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> Different strokes? <laughs> you know, that's what he's, what you talking about, Willis? That's what he's saying. That's what she's saying. Like, what kind of greeting might this be? What you talking about, Willis? Um, verse 30. Verse 30, but the angel said to her, do not be afraid. Don't be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. That is stunning. That alone is stunning. Because Mary's a, a uncon, uh, you know, unassuming um, peasant girl. And she has found favor with God. God sees you. Wow. You will conceive... And give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. Wow. You'll give birth to a son, you'll call him Jesus. He will be great 
and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. Mm. Merry Christmas. Jesus is going to be born. But remember, Mary's a virgin. So she's like, what you talking about, Willis? Like the angel just said this amazing theological stuff. This amazing pronouncement, proclamation. You're going to give your birth, give birth to a son. And that's all she heard. She's like, I'm going to do what? She didn't hear it. She, she probably blacked out at that point. You're going to call him name, his name Jesus. He will be great. Son of the most high. He will have a throne over his father's David. He will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will not end. And she's like, wait, 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 wait. I'm going to have a son? <laughs> All that, wait, 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 wait. Back, back to the first part. Back, back, let's rewind that tape. I'm going I'm to do what? And that's what she asked. I love it. It's so, like, so real. Verse 34. How, how in the world will this be? How, how? Is that actually going to happen? How could that possibly happen? Why? Verse 34, latter part, since I am a virgin. She's like, that's not how this works. In the human course of human events, in the course of human events, this is how this happens. Now, what you did with Zachariah and Elizabeth, that's a miracle. They were old, they conceived, but they did it the, the normal way. They just old. This She's like, there's a problem. <laughs> I'm a virgin. Verse 35. Hey, welcome. You jumped on right now. You're like, hey, good morning. Hey, I'm a virgin. That's not welcome. Welcome. Welcome to morning prayer. <laughs> you just jumped on. You're scrolling through your news feed. And you're like, hey. Anyway, welcome. Welcome, everybody. Um, verse 35, the angel's going to answer her how it's going to happen. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon. This is how it's going to happen. You will be overcome by the Holy Spirit and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. I don't know what all that means, exactly how that happened. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. The Son of God. It's the Holy Spirit will come over her and conceive Jesus in her womb. The immaculate conception. It's a miracle. Verse 36, even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. Mm. God says he's going to do it. He's going to do it. God says it's going to be done. It's going to be done. And God told Elizabeth, told Zechariah, he's going to have a son. And he's and Elizabeth's pregnant, six months pregnant. And God told, has now sent Gabriel to tell Mary, you're going to conceive. And this is how it's going to happen. And the word of God can't fail. Now, this is awesome. Verse 38. Great example here. I am the Lord's servant. Whoa. What a, what a heart. Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. And the angel left her. God, 
not your will, not my will, but your will be done. I'm your servant, whatever, whatever you've asked me to do. What a great prayer today as we start this day. Lord, this new day that you've given me, this day or the remainder of this day, whatever's left, I am your servant. Whatever, um, may your word be to me fulfilled. Whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. Love it. Verse 39. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, John. Good morning, Trish. Welcome, everybody, to the Morning Prayer Daily Podcast. So glad you guys are here. <laughs> At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea. Mary's a little scared, right? A virgin, now pregnant. This is going to, this going to, she's going to have some explaining to do. So uh, Mary hurried down to the hill country of Judea where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. She went to her cousin's house. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, this is cool, the baby leaped in her womb. John, John the Baptist, leaped in her womb in the presence of Jesus. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Which, sidebar, Gospel of Luke, big emphasis on the working of the Holy Spirit, both in the Gospel of Luke and, of course, the book of Acts. Um, Luke really highlights the activity of the Holy Spirit more than any of the Gospel writers. Um, he also really emphasizes God's work among the outsiders, among those outside Israel, the way God uh, impacts and reaches those who are uh, on the margins of society. So he, she, he uh, Luke notes the, the infilling of the Holy Spirit that Elizabeth experienced in the presence of um, Mary, who was carrying the Son of God. She was filled with the Holy Spirit. Verse 42, in a loud voice, she exclaimed, blessed are you among women and blessed is the child you are bearing. Now, what a great word for someone who scared, um, confused, perhaps young girl, um, teenager. Um, who's wondering what her future will hold. What people will think of her to have her cousin, her older cousin say, you know what? Blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. God bless you. You're a blessing. You are blessed. And the child that you're bearing is blessed. And Elizabeth doesn't know, understand everything at this point. She just knows God's at work and she blesses her um, young cousin. Man, that's awesome. Remember like we talked last time, last week, encouragement saves lives. <laughs> right? Encouragement saves lives. That encouragement could have very well saved Mary's life. Verse 43, but why am I so favored that the mother of the Lord should come to me? Elizabeth says, well, how, can I, how am I so fortunate that the Lord's servant would come to me? Now, couldn't Elizabeth have been a little jealous? Right? Elizabeth's been waiting her whole life. Elizabeth's been waiting her whole life to get pregnant. She finally get pregnant. And here come Mary trying to one-up. So Elizabeth's like, you can believe this. You can believe this. Zachariah and I, after all these years, Zachariah went to the temple. He was praying. And you're not going to believe what happened. And the the, 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 the angel appeared. And you're not going to believe it. And we were told we were going to have a baby. And now I'm six months pregnant. That's, isn't that amazing? And then, Elizabeth, and then Mary comes along. That sounds like a story you can't beat, right? <laughs> and Mary comes along. Yeah, well, this thing happened to me, too. <laughs> 
Um, an angel also appeared to me. And you're not, you're, do you think that's something? You know, there's always that person like, oh yeah, you, you think that's something. Well, Mary really did have a, you think that's something story. You think that's something. I'm, I've never even had intercourse with a man. And I'm going to conceive the son of God. Mic drop. <laughs> How do you argue with that? Elizabeth could be totally jealous. But no, Elizabeth has a incredible heart. She blesses Mary, encourages her. Man, we all need people in our lives like that. <laughs> that, that love us, that encourage us. Verse 45, blessed is she who has believed what the Lord would fulfill his promise, that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. And blessed is a person who believes that God will keep his promises. And then Mary's going to sing a song, going to write a song. Here she goes. Mary write, Mary write a little song. And Mary said, my soul glorifies the Lord. And my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. Now, um, we, Mary, we, we owe Mary a lot of credit. She obviously was incredibly, uh, humble person and was used mightily by the Lord and, uh, a lot we can learn from her life and her, her witness and her servanthood. And I mean, she was the mother of Jesus. I mean, what could, hello, but it is not true that she was sinless. And here is some very strong scriptural evidence of that. A, she's a human being. She wasn't, she wasn't immaculately conceived. She was born by regular parents. So everyone born uh, outside of G, everybody born the, the normal way is born with a sin nature. Jesus is the only one that doesn't, didn't. And so Mary had a sin nature as well. And also right here, watch what she says. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. You don't need a Savior unless you have sin. Right? So um, Mary uh, was also in need of being saved. Jesus saved her too. Verse 48, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. True. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. Amen. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. This is a great reminder. God keeps his promises, right? Mary's just being overcome with this awareness that the promised Messiah, this it's happening. And I'm in the center of this human, this huge human saga that God has promised. I'm right here at the epicenter of it. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds by his arms. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He didn't go to Jerusalem. He didn't go to the palace to do his work. He found a peasant girl named Mary and is working the, the plan of salvation. Verse 52, he has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel. He has come to save us. Yes. He has come to save us. 
He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Wow. What a beautiful, beautiful word of praise from Mary. Verse 56. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. Mary, Mary found in Elizabeth a safe place. Everyone needs that person in their life. And, and who can that who can we be for that for someone else? That safe place where they know they can come when they're confused, when they're scared, when they're trying to sort things out, they can come to us and know they found a safe place and a safe person. That's awesome. All right, guys, we're going to pause there. We'll pick up tomorrow with 57 and finish out the chapter. Took three days to get to chapter one. There's so much in there. So tomorrow we pick this up. Thanks, guys, for being on. Thank you for being part of this podcast. Thank you for uh, reading. Today we're going to, uh, uh, and now we're going to do what we do. We pray. We read, we pray. Change the world. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for the uh, example that Mary was to us, Lord. Uh, in a situation that we can we can barely even comprehend, um, but we can relate to the confusion, the the um, the 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 um, the wondering, the the just the trying to process through it. We we understand that, Lord, because we've all been there, Lord. The uh, we also. Are, we are aware of the feeling of being seen by you and known by you and loved by you and um, knowing that you're aware of us, God. We thank you for that. Lord, thank you for her example of humility and being willing to serve and just to do what you want her to do. Lord, we, we, get, we pray that prayer today, Lord. We are your servants. Have with us as you will today, whatever you want us to do, whatever you want us to say, wherever you want us to go. Lord, we're your vessels today. Use us, Lord, in a way that might bring people closer to you. Lord, thank you for the mighty things you have done. Thank you that you are our Savior. Thank you that you keep your promises. Thank you that your mercy extends to those who fear you. Thank you, Lord, that you perform mighty deeds. Lord, that you bring down rulers and their thrones and that you lift up the humble. Lord, thank you that you fill the hungry with good things. Lord, thank you that you have helped those who need you, Lord, that you have not left us alone without help, but you have come to our rescue. We thank you and celebrate that today, Lord. So for my friends, whatever they're facing, maybe they are in a, a pit right now and need rescuing. Lord, may this be a word of hope to them and reminder that you save, you rescue, you bring us out of the miry pit. Um, Lord, that, that everything that you say, every word of God happens. And so we, we trust in that and we believe that. Lord, may you bless each person today, whatever special, unique situation they're walking through today. May you give them grace and peace for the day, grace and strength for each new challenge they face. And we know you are sufficient. We know you are good. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you for being on today. Tomorrow we continue on with this sort of Christmas in July, reading through the Christmas story in the Gospel of Luke. We continue on through the first chapter tomorrow, beginning at where? Where did we stop? We stopped at 56. We'll start at 57 tomorrow. So hope you, uh, you'll jump on and join us, be a part of that uh, again tomorrow. Love you guys. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. 
Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.